The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation. We are back with the lovely, the talented, dare I say the bright, I hate to give her a big head, but it's all true. Uh, Tracy Thompson, one of my favorite people on our team. Um, I'm just going to brag for one second. So you all will be jealous. I typically get a Friday call from Tracy and it's the highlight of, of my week. And if you don't have a Tracy in your life, reaching out to you and just saying, Hey, and just when you hear their voice and their energy, it makes your day better. You're missing out. Find a Tracy. Well, first of all, be a Tracy's idea. If you can be the Tracy, God bless. That's the real win. But if you, it, and I have a feeling if you are a Tracy, you'll uh, attract Tracy's in your life. But um, yeah, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate that in front of everybody, Tracy, and tell everybody if you have the blessing of a Tracy in your life, you let them know how much you love them. Um, that said, I think my biggest frustration with not Tracy, but with our all relationship with Tracy is I see the value that she brings to our people as clients, which is limited, right? She's one human being and she can only help so much one-on-one or in a small group setting like we do with our clients, but she has so much value. So what I want to do today is just kind of give her free reign to talk about what she wishes she could say to the one to many, right? Like, and again, obviously it's, it's a little more frustrating because we can't contextualize. And what about you and your situation? What do you believe? And there's always all that, but, um, I still just wanted to get Tracy's all she does, you know, for her work day is talk with owners of cleaning companies and see where they're stuck and help them get unstuck. And it, um, and it's such a big value to our clients. I just want to see if we can give even a shadow of that, uh, to you guys as a whole one to many. So, uh, that said, Tracy, the microphone is yours. Cleaning Nation is there going, give me the good stuff. What what have you been struggling to share with our people that you, you believe Clean Nation can, value, can get value from? Well, the first thing I want to say, thank you so much for those kind words, Mike. And, uh, and, and to that end, the big, big picture is value the people in your life. We've all had our examples of opportunities to be introspective that way, retrospective. So I will just leave it at that. And it's mutual. Thank you so much for being that person for me too. Um, and Clean Nation, we want that for you. So have a community, have your people and love on them. So I'm just going to start off with that. Um, so the one theme, if you will, that I, I would love all of you Clean Nation to really take to heart is this idea that somehow we're supposed to get more out of our business, out of our people, out of our lives for that matter, than sometimes we're willing to put in. And I know that's a little harsh truth sometimes to hear. It's like we, when we hang back and we quote, play it safe. We try to play the middle. We try to, you know, hedge our, our, our bets and, and try to mitigate as much risk as possible. And I get it. You know, I mean, we all get it. We all want to feel safe. However, when you're a business owner, and this is the one thing that it always comes up in my 
conversations and my coaching with our people is that if you want big change, if you want to see growth, if you want something new in your business, in your experience, then that means you've got to be a bigger version of you. You've got to take more opportunities. I don't want to say risk because it's, it's really risky to play the middle. Mm-hmm. It's riskier to try to stay the same and status quo and, and hold on to old patterns and paradigms and things you used to do and grow. So can we, I, yeah. Go can ahead. I just share a story that I think will ex- exemplify that really well? And then I'll turn yes. it back to you. So when I, my last business, I owned a car dealership and we had several employees and I remember, um, we had sold our previous business that had done well. And if you looked at our W2s for the last decade or so, we made plenty of money and we have very good credit. Um, but when we went to, I think we were going to get a house or something. So, and I think we could have paid cash, but you know, we, we, we didn't want to do that. The bank was like, well, you don't really have the income. And I'm like, well, we just started this business a year ago and you know, it's, paying, I don't know what it was, whatever. I don't know how much it was paying, whatever it was, they, they were not satisfied that we had the income uh-huh. and which is fine. Like that, this isn't a knock on the banking industry or credit scores or any of that nonsense, but we had a good credit score. So it was just literally like, we don't know how you can pay for this. I'm like, W2's back 20 years, nothing They're like, no, I don't really, that doesn't mean much. And, um, that same week, one of my employees came to me just for some paperwork they need or something for a household they were getting. And, um, you know, I don't know, I don't know on their $47,000 a year or whatever the salary was. Um, and obviously they had been working for me less time than I had, than the business had been around. So clearly, and I realized every single one of my employees that had a W2, which I think at the time was all of them could have gotten a mortgage. So the mortgage company kind of was playing it safe. And I think we, we tend to play it safe. And we play it safe. Like, I'll get a job. I'll do the things that are normal. The world tells us to act a certain way and be a certain way. And I guess the lesson would have been if I wanted to be normal, I was like, I guess I should go get a job. Right. But it just, when you say risk, it's like, well, how do you define risk? Like mm-hmm. the reality to the bank was, listen, guys, if I go under and can't pay my mortgage company, all these other people that are depending on this business will either go under or get another job. Right. And they go, where they get another job? It's like, you don't think I could get another? Like it was just, the, the, and again, I'm not trying to bitch or complain. I forget how it worked out. I'll work out fine. But that was just such a picture to me of the world's wisdom of get a good job, play it safe, have good credit. And there's nothing wrong with getting a good job. There's nothing wrong with having good credit, but that's going to wobble entrepreneurs. And when we, when you kind of clash those words, you've got to make a decision of, yes. do I want to have good credit and be you know, well-known in the, or do I just want to have a couple million dollars in the bank and not really care about credit? Uh, or an asset. So I just want to encourage you guys that there's just one weird, dumb thing where playing it safe, or I would, I, I won't say being normal, right? As entrepreneur is not a normal thing to do. No, my friends look right. at us like, what are you doing? Why would you do that? That's crazy. <laughs> Still remember when I had my first commission job and I think I made as much or more than my family had ever made that were like government workers and every friend that I had in my broke high school, every single person I told them was so excited about the pay plan and how it worked. And I was just like thinking they're going to want like an application immediately. Every single one said, well, what happens if you don't sell anything? <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't get paid. Oh my God. I could never do that. That's, and exa- that's too risky. Right. And I'm like, 
And at the time, minimum wage is like six bucks an hour. So I'm like, that's risky to me. Right? There's not even guaranteed. That's not even risky. You're guaranteed to make six bucks an hour. I'm making three, four times that. And their their focus was, well, what happens if you don't sell anything? It's like yeah, exactly. And I love this. So this is a perfect momentum and direction for this conversation. So so Clean Nation, when you're trying to balance it, this, this being, being a business owner and being an entrepreneur and having that, clearly you wanted more than to just be an employee or you wouldn't own your business. So we're going to assume right off the bat that you're different, different than most people out there, but you're still trying to balance this world, these worlds of what's quote, normative, normal, uh, normal risk, normal thing, do status. Let's quo. call it, let's call it civilian. Civilian. That's what <laughs> right. I call them. Civilians are like, oh, I just get it. And again, God bless the civilians, right? If it weren't for them, we, who would work for us, right? So continue, but let's call them civilians. That's right. And, and you chose, you chose a different battle. You chose to be the one to lead, to stand out in the front and go, wow, okay, I'm going to do something that is not normal by those standards, by the civilian standards. So what trips a lot of uh, business owners up that even when they come into the program, they've, they've bet on themselves. They've said, yes, okay, I'm all in. I'm going to invest in myself and my business and I'm going to grow. There's still that remnant kind of old mm-hmm. pattern thinking of, but how do I, how do I do this? and hold on to everything else I've had. And how many times, Mike, right? That we have people come into the program and they're like, yeah, tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. And then you tell As long them. as it doesn't require me to get out of my comfort zone, not one inch. <laughs> exactly. This is where I was going. It was like, well, that sounds great, Mike. And I know you're probably, you know, you're smart and you've done this a lot and, 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 and. Here comes Tracy's qualifier. big butt. I, I see it coming a mile away. It's so big. <laughs> But, <laughs> but you don't understand, you know, my business is different. I, my clients won't like X, Y, Z. They, so when you are trying to grow, this is the moral of the story here. When you're trying to grow and you're trying to, to do break out of the civilian normal patterns, you are going to be required to tap deeper into some part of you, right? A deeper part of you that is willing to put yourself out there, to willing to say, you know what? If I don't stretch, if I don't quote risk, right? Feels riskier. If I don't do that, I don't get to win as mm-hmm. big as I intend to win. Mm-hmm. And so I really want to challenge everyone out there. What is it that you want to grow in your business? What part of your business do you want to grow? And then start thinking, what's the butt story? What's your big what's butt? What's your big butt? <laughs> what's your big butt? That should be the name of the podcast. What's your big butt? <laughs> I, I like Tracy's big butt, but you know, whatever. I'll, I'll defer. <laughs> You're like, I always have a big butt. No, and by I, the way, I, for anyone that's watching the podcast, I don't know if you noticed, cause we only get to see Tracy, you know, shoulders up and she's lovely, but she and I both, I think she more than I, and I had more to give. I was a bigger fellow than, than Tracy. She was kind of a little start. Her, it's fun to make fun of her big butt because it's 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 historical. Tracy lost her big butt and now she just got you know whatever regular butt going on over there. So, um, congrats on that. Continue. 
And you know what? We we as as entrepreneurs, we need to start losing some of those butts. Mm-hmm. You know, we got it. We've got to lean in. So, um, Mike, I would love to have us, maybe both of us, share an example of how some of the successful people that we've worked with. We have so many in our next level and our millionaire group that got over their big butt and leaned in and had success in an area where they thought they were convinced. Nope. I got to play it safe. I got to do the status quo. So, so would I'll, you like to go first or you want me to go first? I want to go first. Cause I'm going to one up it and push, push back with a question for you. So I'm going to yeah. give two examples. One of people that don't make changes and how heartbreaking mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. one of people that do make changes to give you some inspiration. And then I'm going to hit Tracy with the, the hard question, which I should know. And I don't, <laughs> why she thinks that is. Cause I think all of us in our life can, whether it's losing weight or showing up differently in relationships or being a different business owner, we all have areas I'm sh- confident where we've been successful and been able to get rid of, get out of the way of our big old butt and <laughs> just go forward. And there's ways that we've not been able to do that. And the, for me, the why is the big one. So I'll start with the things I don't love, which is when I get to do breakthrough calls um, with people that are not clients and they typically come to me or my experience has generally been something's pretty wrong, right? Yeah. It's maybe 20% or things are good. I'd like them to be better. 50% say things are good. They'd like to be better, but <laughs> many of them are lying to themselves and we have to get down to it, but we get down to it. They are not where they wanted to be. They've got massive pain. They're not, they got into this business because they want time and money freedom and they're making yeah. less money and they have way less freedom, but they're like, I love being an entrepreneur. Right. Um, so they, they're just stuck in this rock in the hard place So they, again, they've taken the, the, um, red pill. If you don't know what that is, go check out the matrix. Um, and they can't go back. They can't unsee what they've seen. So they're kind of got this new, what I would consider healthy addiction of, I want to be successful. Yes. But like Tracy said, they got these big butt they're carrying around that they can't get out of their own way. So typically, um, or hundred percent of the time they have a big real problem. I will make a big real prescription. And that prescription includes a massive change in their behavior. Um, typically in how they think about the two assets they have time and money. Right. And weirdly they think I'll do whatever I'll work 24 seven. Like I I think of those two assets, the time is more valuable because it's non-renewable, right? We are all older at the end of the sentence than we were at the beginning. But most of us are probably richer, at least as rich, um, if we own any asset that goes up, right? Um, but they they won't. And they're, they, they have this delusion of, I would like to have wildly different results. And I'm willing to make mildly different behaviors. And it's just, it's heartbreaking. So that's the bad story. The good story, it, I mean, there's so freaking, I'm going to talk about I have Steph. so many. I'm going to talk about Steph because I love that girl, that woman. Sorry. She just had a baby. I'm calling her a girl like she's a child. Uh, <laughs> Full grown woman, Steph Botha. And she shared this before. So I don't think any of this is outside of confidentiality. But when she came to us, she was cleaning. Uh, she was pregnant. She and her husband were building a beautiful home. And um, we had a kind, con- you know, with most folks, we try and get them out of cleaning in a month or two. And Typically we can do that. Steph had a hard out, right? Like it was, yeah. This is happening. I've got another human that is going to require me. And um, I got to get, if you're listening to Steph, I'm so proud of you. And I think we've done an, an interview with her. So I'll see if Lindsay or whoever the editor is of the show can, can uh, put it, put a link to that in the show notes. 
but she had a tougher time than most, right? A lot of times with the, when we help people with our hiring funnel, just clickety click and sometimes three weeks, sometimes two months, most of the time, I think she took a solid three and she had it, right? It kind of went up to, it kind of took the time that she needed, but I'll be if, if girlfriend didn't get out. And the experience I saw was we gave her the same, what can feel like boring or tedious, or I don't want to do that or hard things. And um, she kicked and scratched just like everybody else, right? She's not a perfect human being, but by God, at the end of the day, she did them, right? So yes. she fought just like everyone else fought, but she was more committed. And again, she had a human being, you know, she had a, her why might've been a little more time sensitive than the rest of us, which you know, if, if only all of our people could be pregnant while you get out of training, <laughs> boy, man, that's a lever, right? Um, so the difference I saw in her was she kicked and fought with us and with herself, just like everybody else does, which is fine. That's why we have people like Tracy. But at the end of the day, she did what she needed to do. And by God, she got the results. And even when she saw other people working, maybe not as hard because there's whatever it just happened. Some people's circumstances just where it wasn't, she wasn't as smart or wasn't working as it was none of those things. It just, sometimes some people in some parts of the country, it's whatever her circumstance, just it, the price she had to pay was three months. And a lot of people get it done in one or two. That's all. So when she's seeing people not, and I'm having to give her a lot more coaching because the, the typical A, B, and C that works for 90% of the people, she needed D and E and F, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. D and E and F kind of, I don't want to say they suck, but they're just, they're work, right? It's, right. it's, it's, it's boring, right? A, B, she and had C to stretch. She, she had, had a stretch. stretch. So yeah. that was the difference I saw. The um, Everybody says they want to do something different everybody's going to bitch. I bitch. Tracy sees me when I'm trying to do something different. I wish I could just be perfect mindset and just be coachable all the time. I got to fight just like the same knucklehead y'all are. Um, but the difference is the winners that get changed do something different. So those are my experiences, but I feel free to share yours. And I would love to know what makes, what differentiates the people that do from the people that don't. So I, I actually would like to dive right into that. Cause that's really Please. the juicy part. And in, you know, that's the part that I think vexes people, just confounds people, even to their own behavior. Sometimes mm. when they say, I want this so much, and they've been saying it, and they say things like, but you don't understand, it just has to work. And, and I think they and, believe it. That's the problem. Sure. I don't think they're lying. I think well, they that's exactly it. what's confusing about it. Yeah. Right. It's like, why, if I keep, I keep promising myself and I keep saying it and I want it so badly. And I really do believe well, I'm doing let me, everything I can. Let me give the two things that are killers. Cause the, 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 the business road is littered with the corpses of people that had these two beliefs. <laughs> I'll just work harder and I'll yeah. never give up. Yeah. So because that's what they're willing to pay, I'll never give up, which they do. And it makes sense. Cause once your family's not going, your health is failing, your business is sucking the life out of you, the smart thing is to give up or at least change tactic. Right. But they think, so we tell them you can't, they, they negotiate with reality. It feels like they're negotiating with us as coaches. They're negotiating with reality. The reality is you are going to have to do wildly different things to get wildly different results, period. End of sentence. Like, well, I, I, I'm going to work harder. Well, you're working 80 hours a week. Are you proposing you work 90? That's not going to work. Doing the same thing. Doing the same things. And that's then, the problem. And I'll never give up. And they just have this, it's got, it's going to work because it has to. And as a coach, it drives me nuts because I just want to shake and be like, you called me for coaching. I've seen this a thousand times. It's not going to work. You're going to fit. And I don't want to crap on people's dreams or be negative, but I also don't want to send them out in the world and go, absolutely, boss. That's the key because it's not the key. Sorry, just a rant because it breaks my heart dealing with these folks. So give in the time that we've got, Tracy, the, mm-hmm. this is your chance to get on your, your, your pedestal and just tell the world. <laughs> okay. So 
So here's what's so insidious about what you just, that heartbreaking pattern of saying, I, I'll just work harder and I'm never going to give up. <clears throat> the problem, the, the real rub is that it's half true. Mm. It's half true. It's true that being persistent and holding on and continuing your dream is half true. You definitely need that. That's a quality about you. We don't want to beat out of you. Okay. We're not saying give up. We, okay. So that's a half truth. The other half truth is I'm willing to work myself to death. Half true in the sense that most people would give up altogether on both sides. So we want you to, yes, be committed, be passionate, be willing to do the work. The difference, and here's the distinction, is that you can't keep doing the same work. You can't keep holding on to the same version of yourself and all your beliefs and all of the old ways of thinking and doing things while continuing to work yourself into the ground and so forth. So what does it require? It requires well, or even I want to add one more thing before you move on. Yes. Not just because people go, Oh, I'm not going to do the same thing. I'm going to be different, but you want to do <laughs> a very small aggregate different 2%, two degree turn, a little bit different, but you want wildly different results. So again, you're negotiating with reality of I'll work harder. And reality is like, you're working hard enough. Yes. You need to work hard doing the right, right things, right. but you're working hard enough. I'll never give up. Yes. Persistence is a huge thing if you're doing the right things. You get, and so we keep going back to you got to do the right things. And you go, so the right thing, the standard might be 180 degrees from what you're doing. You're like, I'll turn three degrees to the right. And you're like, that's not the cost. So even we don't just say, I'll work harder and, but I'm, I'm going to do everything the same. But again, half truth, right? We know how stupid it sounds to go, I'll just work harder and never give up and do the exact same thing, but I want wildly different results, right? Right. Well, that's asinine. No one would believe that. But then we say, I'll do a little bit different, which might feel worlds different, but that's why you get a coach and not just get a coach. You listen to a coach that goes, I know that feels like you're way different, but what it really feels like to succeed is far different, is, is, is a, an order of magnitude greater than where you're at. Please continue. And it, to that end, I will just say this once you decide I'm mm. willing to yes, work hard, but work different mm -hmm. and get a new fresh insight and um, point of view of what I'm doing, which is sometimes, frankly, especially if you've been beating your head against the same wall mm -hmm. for a long time is very difficult to do on your own. It's like self-diagnosing, you know, it's very tough. So, my first recommendation, you want to get better leverage. You want to get leverage on yourself. You want to get leverage on your future. Have somebody on the outside who can see more clearly on your behalf with you, who's on your side, on the outside, <laughs> on your side, to help you get that perspective. And then you have to be willing to lean in to doing it wildly different, not just a little bit different, as, as Mike said. So, if you don't have that person or those people, this is priority number one. Don't keep trying to do this by yourself because all of us human beings have notoriously poor uh, ability to observe ourselves properly. So I'll just leave it on that. We're going to end where we started. If you don't have a Tracy in your life, find <laughs> a Tracy in your life, right? And certainly, you know, it's not like Tracy's calling, give me coaching. It's just, 
she does have a different perspective. And I, by Friday, I've been so kind of in my business doing the day to day, just hearing Tracy's voice and her thoughts and her energy is just spectacular. So that, I don't know. I wouldn't say that it's like, oh, that's growing my business, but it sure as heck makes me experience my business better, right? It makes me feel so blessed that I, I've got friends and teammates like this. Um, so just in life, find a Tracy um, that's outside and give you perspective. And that person may know nothing about business, right? Uh, those Friday calls, I'd say are 92% personal and 8% business, eh, maybe 80, 20, but um <laughs> And then professionally find a Tracy. And now this, we're talking about not just your friend, Tracy, or our, our friend, Tracy, who we love, but someone that is outside and does know what they're talking about and loves you and cares about you and can help you see things in a way that you haven't seen. So we're going to give you a couple options, um, or you have three options that I can see. One, do nothing. That's heartbreaking, right? And then if you're going to do that, at least admit to yourself, like, this isn't, I, I'm not committed to change. I really want my comfort more than I want to change, which is fine. Just don't beat yourself up with, I, you know, I should do this. I should do that. Right. Two, um, feel free to go, this, these people are full of crap. I don't like Mike. I don't like his company. We're, we don't want, fine. But then do find something else, right? That don't, right. that breaks my heart even more when I do these breakthrough calls. I offer some of the solution for whatever reason we don't, we don't go together. If I thought they're going to go solve it some other, like still like take action, just not with me, God bless, fine. But they don't, they, they do nothing. So please don't be in that category. Either give yourself permission to be like, I guess I'm not willing to do it and just live your life until you really are at a point where like, I got to do something different or make a change. Um, if that change is not with us, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that are fantastic. Um, if you want help from us, go to growmycleaningcompany.com. Actually, wait to the end of this podcast. You'll get a text that goes, uh, my my text number that comes directly to me or go to growmycleaningcompany.com and watch the the free on-demand training. Uh, no, no charge for the training. There's nothing for sale on the training. Uh, there's actually a gift at the end. So that's the big thing is take some daggum action. Clean Nation, take some action. See you soon. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can, as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.